Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp Mex Fantasy Podcast. This is Salt Lake City 7, the final round of uh, Supercross, and we are going to give away a 2020 Yamaha YZ450 to the winner of the Championship League after this round. So good luck, everybody, and thanks for playing all year. Thank you to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web for more information. Baggett, Osborne, Brayton, just some of the guys wearing Fly Racing uh, from the head uh, to the t- to the top of your head. They have you covered, and uh, thanks to flyracing.com. Great mountain bike stuff as well. I've been using a lot of it out here in uh, SLC. Thank you to 100% Fantasy25 at checkout is Saved is a code to save with uh, 100%. Uh, experience the Armega now at www.armega.com. 100%.com. Fantasy code 25 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. The Armega goggle from 100% offers unparalleled dominance for the modern racer. Bring an ultra HD lens clarity to the MX. Experience definition never before viewed through the lens of a goggle. With increased impact protection and a quick release lens changing system. Thank you to those guys. Thank you as well to ProTaper. Whether it's Rockstar Husky, Chad Reed, uh, racing his final Supercross this weekend, uh, Geico Honda, or uh, JGR. They're using ProTaper control components, sprockets, bars, all sorts of things from the folks at ProTaper. So thank you to those guys. And Inner West Hemp as well. Whether you're an athlete, an ex-athlete, or an athlete at heart, Inner West Hemp has the perfect product to suit your daily lifestyle. Ranging from CBD oil tinctures, topicals, gummies, and even a sleep support spray for that much-needed rest and recovery. All Inner West Hemp products are third-party tested for quality and content, so you know exactly what's in them. Innerwesthemp.com code pulp20 to save 20% off uh, check them out on social media at innerwesthemp so innerwesthemp.com save uh, 20% pulp20 is the code to save so uh, let's go into how we did at Salt Lake City 6 who we want to pick for uh, Salt Lake City 7 including the uh, the championship um, showdown that's going to be going to be a big deal so uh, thanks to the people again for playing. And also, we're going to give away a motorsport card, our jerky, and Inner West Hemp gift pack. So joining me on the podcast uh, from remote locations out there in Salt Lake City, it's Jason Thomas and Dan Truman. JT, what's up? Not too much. I am uh, doing the best I've done in a very long time going into the finale, so I'm, uh, I'm pretty nervous. I don't know that there will be any tweets that I believe. <laughs> hey, can you maybe take out your earpiece? It's a little, little teeny. I don't know. Thank you. You're actually uh, the same for me. Um, you're very mu- muffled on my end. Okay. Uh, and also on the line from is uh, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm good. excited to give away some bikes and some prizes. And it's been a you know a crazy year with all this COVID stuff. But I think we did the best we could. And I think it, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we are giving away a Dylan Ferrandez jersey for the overall winner for this for this uh, for this round, right? Yep, should be Dylan's last Supercross uh, on a 250. Yep. Uh, a number one jersey. So, I mean, I think we're going to work in the future <clears throat> to do the jerseys, make them a little bit more prestige. And, you know, you can get a team just to win a jersey if you want to spend $3 and just, you know, Dylan's number one W jersey is something you really want. Yeah. You know, you could buy three or four or five teams and build accommodations for, you know, 15 or 20 bucks and you could win yourself a jersey. So, yeah, it's it kind of works a little bit better on that for the summer. Yeah, kind of a neat idea for sure. Um, JT, so a guy named Willie is leading the championship overall. He's in line to win the 2020 YZ450F. He has 39, 23 points, 3,923. MX Corey J has 3,915. So he's eight back. And then I would even see, say JT, there's a, a guy named Chance P786. He has 3,897. So he's 26 back. That That's all – these guys are all in the mix, right? Well, I think the, the biggest key for this weekend is is that 250 showdown race. Uh, 
everything changes, right? There, by now, we've gone through 16 rounds of Supercross and six unique uh, Salt Lake rounds, which have been been a bit different than what we've seen. Um, but this will be a completely different dynamic. You can almost take all of your trends. You can take all of the patterns that you developed. And, and that's another topic is how advanced a lot of these players have gotten with spreadsheets and charts and everything. All that stuff kind of goes up to the wayside for this event because, you know, it's going to be much more difficult to qualify. You know, the, the nine guys being out of each coast, uh, their heat race is going to be very, very difficult. And then that LCQ is going to be a combination of the two, and it's going to be very, very difficult for the East Coast guys, in my opinion, to get out of. So all the all the knowledge and data and everything is doesn't matter. Doesn't help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it, it really creates an opportunity for wild swings, or at least more volatility than we've seen in the last six rounds. Because uh, I think most people have kind of got these figured out, and a lot of the value has been evaporated yeah. from seeing these guys race every couple of days. Dan, so you've won some motorcycles in, in, in fantasy games that, that are, are like ours, not quite, but like them. If you're Willie, Dan, if Willie calls you and he's like, Dan, Dan, what do I do? What do I do? What, 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 what kind of advice are you giving him? Yeah, it's tough. So, you know, if you're leading this series, then you're in a tough spot, right? Like you, you really, I've been in both spots. I've led the series and then I've also been the guy behind and won it at the last round. And I also lost the bike at the very last race one time because I played it very conservative, made sure I got eight guys in. Yeah. And I ended up losing by, like, I think four points or eight points. I lost the bike. So um, and the guy who passed me was in fifth or sixth, and he just swung for the fences. You know, he, he went got it. <laughs> he didn't have anything to lose, and, and they all hit. So in his spot, it's tough. I mean, <clears throat> I agree with what JP said. The showdown guys are the most important. We kind of know where the 450 guys are going to be and who, who they are. For the 250 guys, there are some guys like a Marquier or a Starling that could get into the main event, and we'll get into their picks, but it's tough. I think the West Coast guys are, are going to probably take the four spots in the LCQ, you would think. I would think, yes, little, I agree. Yeah, The West is a little bit deeper, unless an East Coast guy, you know, somebody that's good, you know, makes a mistake in the heat race and has to go to the LCQ. But for the most part, um if I'm in his spot, I want to have all the guys in the main event, and you just kind of you kind of got to go that route. You know, you don't want to throw it away by gambling on on a guy like a starling or something that might not even make it. So you're playing yeah. safe. You are going safe a little bit. If, if I'm the leader, I, yeah. I, if I'm the leader, I'm going to make sure I have eight guys in because the swing probably won't be that bad. You know what I mean? It'll be. I think I go that route. You agree? You agree, well, JT? You know, go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And, and a, another factor in this, and I, I, you know, Dan and I have done this over the years, and it really adds another wrinkle to it is if you're in a uh, really tight race here, if you're in your own leagues, which we know are super popular, and whether there's money on the line for you or not, that's your own business. But even just for the sport of winning your own league, there's going to be so much comparison based off of which guys did my rival hit last week. And there's so much strategy in that because you can almost hedge your bets, and if he picks, Rider A last week, he, you know he can't pick Rider A for this week, right? So yep. it really narrows down his potential pick. And you can almost, if you're if you're the lead guy and say you have a twenty five point lead like that gentleman does, if you can just pick the same guys and figure out what, what his range is, and say you get you know out of eight potential picks, you can get five of the same guys. You can really narrow that down and, and guess right. You can really limit his potential yeah. upswing. 
Right. Right. So well, he's 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 eight. Of, he's eight up. By the way, I don't know if you misheard me, but yeah, he's eight. But up. I was saying yeah. the, the third place. Guy, oh, right? the third place. Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Right. So you can almost hedge your bets against him and limit his potential to gain on you if you can narrow down who you think he's going with. Because especially, in, I think especially in the 450 class, there are only a few guys that really look great. Right. So you, you can build a range of these are the guys he likes to pick. These are the guys he's most likely to pick because he can't pick the guys, same guys from last week, right? So if you find his most likely range and narrow down, you can, yeah, you can cut down. And most likely it's only going to be one or two that you can, that you can link up, but there's a lot of, a lot of moves there. It's almost like a chess match to try to, yeah. you know, when, and this really only happens in the final round, in my opinion. And Dan would know more because he's been in this situation a lot. But this final round, there's so many moves to be made that really don't work. You know, in the middle of the series, or they, you wouldn't want to. You really want to just maximize your own points. But you're almost playing defense as much as you're playing offense in some yeah. scenarios. Dan, winning a bike and losing a bike in the final round, the ultimate uh, highs and lows, Truman. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I won the three in a row, and then I, I lost one at the last round. And, and it was crazy because I did like JT said, and I had all the teams wrote out of who everybody could pick. But the guy who actually won, I, he was never even on my radar. Yeah, yeah. you were you like, know, whatever, I, right? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I did the top 10 or whatever. And I'm like, okay, these are the guys. And, and same thing JT said. I, I was like, okay, if, you know, if he's picking, say, Reed, for instance, out of five, you know, and they can all pick him, you know, we're all going to pick him, right? You know, we kind of eliminate that pick and narrow it down and, I mean, he swung for the fences, and it works, and I'm sure many a times it didn't work, right, like in the other sense. So, right. uh, it's cool, though. I mean, those guys will be nervous watching it all and, and uh, getting to see it all unfold. Yeah. It'll be kind of crazy. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll go through it. Though. I'm stoked to give away a Yamaha YZ450 for sure, thanks to those guys. Uh, JT, only five national numbers in our top 50 in Supercross this year. I find that odd. I don't know why, but I find that odd. Well, there's, there's such a luck factor to this game. Um, you know, and I would consider Dan to be in the upper echelon of in the history of this game, whether it's ultimate fantasy or, or prior games, uh, his results have spoken for themselves. And for him, you know, he's having a, a rougher year this year, but that's just the luck factor. Yeah. There, there are a lot of things that can go your way or not go your way. And yeah, I mean, that's, I think it's a, a blessing and a curse. It's very frustrating, but it also creates opportunity for people maybe they aren't in the know maybe they are just weekend warriors as far as watching it they don't have time to study twitter and study these guys social media to, to find nuance that luck factor really allows them to stay relevant mm-hmm. uh, because they can just go off practice times and if things go their way surely on luck then they can find themselves at the top yeah yeah no absolutely right it's uh some of it yeah it's been it's been frustrating for me i'm having my worst year for sure uh out yeah. of these two years and i just i just can't figure it out i just zigging zagging if yeah. Pure, yeah if it was purely based on skill i think it would weed out many people and they would just be like i can't compete with the insiders or the people that are on a part of teams because they know too much right so i, I do think for the overall good of the game that luck factor is a very good thing uh, I think that's why it's pretty pretty cool that we give away a bike just to a random a random player, right? Like yeah. we're the only site or only you know only website that gives away to a random player just for playing. That way, you don't have to be very good at the game. You just can play it for fun, yeah. you know, with your buddies or whatever. But you can still win a motorcycle. You know, yeah. uh, last year's winner, the last two winners have been just you know random people that have won it. You know, not, they weren't very good players. So yeah, no, Pretty absolutely. Cool. Uh, Salt Lake City six. Uh, Parabino's got two twenty seven. 
I was at 220, 248. Marks was 261. 262 for you, Dan, and 264 for you, JT. So, yeah, another win. Salt Lake City, six. So, uh, overall, with one round to go, um, let's see here. Uh, JT, 38-23. And let's give it up for Marks here. He has sucked balls almost every time, right? We all agree on that? And <laughs> he, and he, he is, does some really unorthodox things, though. Like, yes, good job, Marks, this season. But some of the things he's done in the past, I, I can't feel sorry for him. Well, <laughs> he's, in, he's second overall right now out of us uh, uh, admin guys. So 37-32 uh, for him. JT, you've got this thing on wrap. You're almost 100 points up. Uh, then Dan, then Paul, and then me. Uh, I am only uh, 20 points behind Paul, so I really want to put Paul into the into the cellar again. But uh, that's where we are overall with one round to go in Supercross. But it's been rough. That, for... 120, that 128 you had was pretty bad. It was <laughs> all time. Yep, all time. Absolutely. So, um, all right, let's get into Salt Lake City 6 and uh, and uh, how we did in looking ahead to 7. So uh, 39% people selected a 250 rider uh, for to lead first to the finish line. 75% got it correct because it was Shane McElrath. I didn't pick. I just uh, got too scared. Uh, wait, it was uh, – no, it was Shane. Yeah, it's, the whole shot went to Sinai, yeah. right? And the 450 guys, 34% people picked somebody and only 9.2% got it right, which was – it was Zacco. And Zacco's done a lot of this lately. So first to the finish line for that. Um, I went uh, I went Sinai, uh, 46 points. Good job for Darian. The class is – an all-time uh, week level right now, or maybe not all-time, but it's up there. Uh, I went with Sanai, 46. I had Starling at 36 because he qualified really well, and then he, he, he just didn't. He rode well in the heat, too, crushing in the whoops. Uh, I think he was 13th in the heat at one point, rode himself right in, and uh, he didn't have the main event that he that he needed to do. 36 for him, 46 for Sanai. <sighs> I went Jerry. Jerry crashed hard and uh didn't really finish but he was a 14 so even not finishing he got 30 points and my all-star was sexton i was never i couldn't go i was going to sexton or McElrath, either one and of course he maxed out now lorenzo got max points good job for lorenzo dan uh, i don't know if you picked them we'll find out in a second Marque maxed out current thurman maxed out luke nice made his uh first man here in salt lake 46 points then moran's then justin rod bell and then starling uh but jerry did me in and uh jerry did a lot of people in because jerry's uh pick trend was uh pretty good uh let me look here it was uh 37 percent pick trend for jerry robin i actually had the top four pick trends uh outside of McElrath. McElrath was third but i that's an all-star so i had starling sexton robin and sanai and they were four of the top five um uh pick trends and i couldn't pick McElrath because i picked sexton so yeah i don't know if people were following me and so a lot of people got jerried basically is the bottom line here and uh so my 250 class was wasn't ideal especially with three guys maxing out which is uh, uh kind of rare but an indication of the class's depth dan who'd you have I like you. I, I had Sexton as an all-star. I did have Shane to, uh, first to the finish line, so that was good. I got those extra 15 points there. And then um, I was always on tonight. I thought that he rode good the last few weeks. Uh, I obviously didn't think he was going to start first and then fade back as far as he did. But still, 46 points was, was really good. Uh, I picked Lorenzo. I was kind of on Lorenzo just because the class was weak, and I know he's in really good shape. And he started last and was kind of just plugging along, and he ended up getting max points, which was really good. Um, and then I made the mistake of going with Jerry. I, 
I've seen the 14 handicap. I knew he was fast. I mean, I watched him and I thought that he was good. He just, he quit. And that's, that's the end of the Dude, end he of didn't the quit. He, I mean, Dan, he weeded himself. He was out cold, I think. He was not out cold. He's, he's fine, though, right? He's, he's good right now. He's racing. I think he was out cold, Dan. Uh, he wasn't know. moving. He wasn't but, moving. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He, he does what Terry does. I, I mean, I, if he was out cold, I don't want to. I don't want to talk shit on him being out cold. But I watched it. I mean, I watched John Short crash very hard numerous times and get up. I watched other guys crash numerous times and get up. I mean, I watched these guys get up with that bike. I, I mean, that that Derek Kelly kid came in and got his bike worked on and he at least stayed out there and circulated a few weeks ago. Like I don't know. I just. It just seems very easy for Jerry to quit. Well, I can't. I uh, over the years, I cannot deny that. No, I can't defend him on that. You're right. It, it's a lot like Stu in a sense. When Stu started pulling off towards the end of his career, it was very easy for Stu to just throw in the towel, right? Like it right, it gets easier easy and easier for, every time. Yes, yep. Right, and it just seems very easy for that. So I looked at uh, Rod Bell and Nice. Paul had both of those guys. I'll give him credit. But when you looked at the list and you really looked at it, there was only I think six guys who didn't make the main event at the race. So as long as you didn't pick those six guys, you were pretty good, you know? So there was 11 guys in the LCQ because the, the field was pretty deep. And um, yeah, I mean, I can't complain. 30, I was just uh, a little short with Jerry. 30 points wasn't great. So. I, I, I picked Lorenzo earlier. He let me down. I picked Marquez. He let me down. I was just on a, a bad week. So these guys, absolutely. Lorenzo. Yeah. I don't Marquez know. Been, Lorenzo wrote Marquez like Jeremy good. McGrath. Lorenzo wrote like McGrath in like 92. Sure. Like it was phenomenal. I don't know where it came from. Yeah. I have no idea. Marquez rode pretty good though. We got to give him some credit. And Thurman rode great in that race too. And Thurman's been, uh, someone did some stats on points. And Thurman's got a lot of points this year. So I think it's just somebody that we kind of overlook. He's always got like a 10 or an 11 handicap. Yeah. And, uh, and he sneaks in there and gets, you know, the 15th, 18th every race. And, and yeah. So, I mean, there's a few guys that we overlooked, but my strategy was to pick those guys, the Gary's and those guys, cause I'm not picking them at the showdown. Right. And I assume, you know, and I just assumed that that would leave more guys open, like the Pierce Browns, the Colt Nichols, that kind of stuff that I could pick this weekend. So Jer- JT, did you get Jerry? No, I don't pick Jerry. Yes, you do. You have picked him. Don't, don't. You have. I have, but I, I don't. I'm not a Jerry picker. Uh, I, so my, my thought process, yes, I did look hard at him, but as a philosophy, I just don't buy into it unless unless there was a scenario like this weekend and he's a 16 because we have seen, and pretty much you can count on it, that Jerry is going to have an issue in, in the main event. And I just couldn't see him doing better than 20th or 21st. Which is still okay, but if your if your upside is twentieth and the downside is him not qualifying, which he has done a lot, he could have crashed in the heat race just as easily as he, as he crashed in the main event. I don't. I just don't buy into it. I, I and I can't do it to my team <laughs> and myself because there's so much data to support the fact that he's going to be in it. There's so much. Okay, so much there. So you can almost count on it. Who'd you, who'd you pick then, Smarty Pants? Dan or me? No, you. You, JT. Dan gave him. You said, you said Dan. Oh, okay. Um, I picked Sanai, and I was nervous. Uh, he was a 13, but when you, you know, kind of the same reasons you guys picked Jerry, you looked at the lineup, and if he can't qualify in that field, then it's time to go find another thing to do for employment. Uh, that, that East Coast field, there was, there's nobody left, right? So 
I felt pretty comfortable with him getting in. He's a great starter, which he proved in the main event with the whole shot. Uh, so 46 points there, not a bad pick at all. Uh, he faded really fast at the beginning. Like he went back to like 15th and like three laps. And I was like, oh boy, where is this going to go? But he, he fought back and, and hung in there. Uh, and he got some help too with a couple guys crashing. Uh, I had Justin Starling, and much like you, I thought the main event should have been much better. Yeah, He rode really well all day, and I thought a 12th was really underperforming uh, when you look at him getting beat by Marquier, Thurman, yes, Lorenzo. Yes, right? yes, those, are, those are guys he should be, uh, in, my, in my opinion. Those are guys he should be. Maybe, maybe not Lorenzo. I'll give Lorenzo some credit. But for him to be beaten by Thurman and Marquier, I think he's underperforming. Yeah. Uh, my third pick was Colt Nichols. And I was iffy on picking Colt because I thought he could be a good showdown pick. But when I really started weighing both sides, I thought there was no way he's getting worse than fourth place in that main event last, last week. Just impossible for him to get worse than, you know, without a crash or whatever. Pierce Brown would be the only guy fast enough to beat him. And, yeah, he got third. He got 34 points. And then when I started looking at where he would be on the showdown, I had him in a range of a minus one to a zero to a one. So that was kind of the range where I assumed he would end up. He ended up at a minus one. And when you look at the lineup for the West guys and the East guys and where he fits in, I think his ceiling is probably like the best he could possibly do at the showdown is like a third or a fourth. That's the best he can do when you look at the talent. I agree. Yeah, for sure. yeah, Yeah, the incoming West guys. The worst he could do, and I'm, I'm just removing a crash because you can't ever predict that, but he could easily be 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Um, when you look at guys like Jet Lawrence and all this, we're going to see where he slots in there. Um, I just didn't think the value was necessarily going to be there for the showdown versus what I could almost count on for the, the East-specific race. So right. I took a chance. I got, I got the most points I thought I was going to get out of him with 34. And then we'll see if I was right or wrong tomorrow. Uh, that that's going to be one of the factors I look at it because I really did weigh both sides. Um, so if I have to go in with 34, I like my chances of that being the right decision. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out tomorrow. Just another little factor to watch. Uh, Chase Sexton was my final pick 26 and he killed it. So right. with a 43% pick trend, uh, 43.6, I wasn't like I was, you know, reinventing the wheel here. Uh, just a pretty basic pick between him and Naka Rath week in and week out. All right, 450s for Salt Lake City. Uh, I picked Benny Bloss, uh, really riding well lately. Handicapped three, uh, got 11th, got double. Um, probably even could have done even better. Uh, he's been really good. So 30 points for Benny Bloss. I had Blake Baggett, uh, 28 points. Uh, he got double too, barely, but he, he did it. Thanks to Blake Baggett. Uh, Tickle, I picked Tickle. He's a six. He got double, but man, he's just not. Not doing as well as I thought he would. Uh, there was a lot better picks than Brock Tickle. And Anderson was my all-star after his crappy race before. So I, uh, I figured that uh, he, that was an easy way to go for an all-star. Uh, fantasy Total fantasy points. Freddie Norman, 38. Marty, 34. Brayton was 34. Cunningham was 30. Then it was Benny. Then Hill with 30. Alex Ray, 28. Um, the six, there's eight points difference between six riders. So um, it was it was a tight, much tighter race. I wasn't going to pick Freddie. Did not think he was going to make the main. And uh, Brayton had his best race of Salt Lake. So, But he wasn't on my radar. Just uh, he outperformed what he's been doing lately. I wasn't picking Cunningham. Um, 
as we talked about on many pods, there's like only literally like three spots open here that are kind of up for grabs for guys. Um, and um, Marty rode well, so I wasn't, but I wasn't picking him. Uh, pick trend. I had the top four pick trends, so I don't know why people are following me. I'm having a crappy year. Uh, if you are expert picks and you're following me, uh, please follow JT. Uh, pick trend. I had the top four. Jason Anderson, 45. Benny Boss, 37. Blake Baggett, 35. Brock Tickle, 30. Then it was Marty. Then it was Tyler Bowers, who I believe one of us had. Uh, and then it was Ken Roxon. So uh, that was my 450 team. JT, what was your 450 team for Salt Lake City 6? So the 450s have been difficult, and it's been a pretty hotly debated topics amongst us for these handicaps and they've been really tough to find big scores right and, and case in point even freddie norin was a 16 and that was a really swing to the fence pick and he got 38 points so yeah that's something when we're gonna think about that yeah 16 gets you 38 yeah 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 um so we're, we're looking at that for this the lucas oil promoter championship and then of course 2021 supercross as far as how can we give some more value and give reasons to take uh, bigger swings at this class. But uh, we have one more round. We're not going to make huge adjustments in the middle of the series and, and really turn this thing upside down. So I think you really have to just try to get over 100 points each week and make sure that you have all your guys in the main event. That, that seems to be the key to this 450 class so far. So as far as my picks, uh, I, I took a little bit of a uh, measured gamble here and there, but then I went safe in other ways too. So that's been my approach the last few weeks is pick one guy that you think can get you above 30 and then make sure that you're getting mid-20s out of your other guys at minimum, and then that's going to give you that over 104. And, and you may not win the week doing that, but it's, it's not going to kill you either. Swinging for the fences with you know a, a team that's made up of – Carlin Gardner, Fred Norin, uh, Adam Enzignath, and, and so on. Uh, those are just really boomer bust scenarios. And I don't believe that there are enough available spots in the minute for those guys to get them all in. So you're almost picking whose week they're going to be. And last week it was Fred Norin and not Adam Enzignath, and it came down to the final corner to decide that. So pretty long-winded there, but it kind of explains what's happening in this class is there just aren't enough spots to get all of those fringe guys in and it, it's who's going to get in and who doesn't. So my pick, Marty Dabolo, 34. So uh, tied for second high score there. And, and Marty wrote really well. He was battling with Mookie the whole time. And I don't know. If, I, I couldn't really see it well enough to know if they were actually battling or if they were following each other. No, they were, they were following. Yeah. They were just following each yeah. other. Yeah. But their pace was really good and they were never really in jeopardy of, of going backwards nor did they really have the pace to move forward. But uh, for the second highest score out of Marty Dabolo, uh, I will take that. Alex Ray, I was nervous. Um, we know A-Ray is plenty fast enough to qualify every single week. He should be a staple main event guy. That's my opinion. Now, he's one of the last few that would be the staple main event guy, but he just, as we know, has a tendency to crash and find himself in very precarious situations. This week was fine. Uh, he never got out of 22nd place in the main event. He was in 22nd on the first lap, and he was in 22nd on the last lap. And generally, in the 450 class, if you do all all the laps, or at least the laps you, you are allowed to do, you're not lapped or whatever, you're usually going to beat a few guys because guys crash, people fight, break. Yeah. That's just what happens. Um, so I feel a little bit unlucky with him getting 22nd and the fact that he finished the race. It just doesn't happen very often. 
Um, but again, when you're dealing with a race, just getting in the main event is, is usually <laughs> yeah. all yeah. you can ask for yeah. because you know you have no idea what you're getting when you when you sign up for the a race train. Uh, I've had Pickle, and, and I echo your sentiment, Steve. Uh, he had a group right in front of him, and I was paying more attention to that battle in the background of the television set. <laughs> he had really bright gear on, yeah. and I could see him all over the track, and I was watching him try to pass Reed and Dean Wilson and someone else or uh, someone else in that pack as well. Maybe Reezy. No, he was behind them. There was somebody else in that pack, and Pickle was at the back of the train and just could not make the move. But that would have gained a lot of points if he could have got in front of those guys. But either way, he still got double points. It wasn't horrible. But I'll be honest, I was hoping for more than 26 points. And I probably should have known better. You know, he, he was coming off of a 12th the race before. But the only reason he got that 12th suit was because of that pile-up. Yeah, the five-man pile-up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's a little bit of full gold with that 12th. Um, so, yeah, 16. It, it's my own fault. I just thought he would get, you know, 14th or better. But again, it could be a lot worse. Uh, Jason Anderson, he maxed out. That was a pretty easy pick for me. And really all you had to hope for was avoiding a big crash from Anderson. If, if everything goes to plan, that's an easy 26 points most of the time. And with a 45% picture in, uh, yeah. that was yeah. a pretty obvious pick. Yep. So that was my team. Uh, Dan? Yeah, for me, um, I... I picked Anderson. I agree with what JT said about, you know, us mechanic apps and all that stuff that we're going to work on, but can't make changes, you know, this late in the year. But uh, I went Jason Anderson all-star. I thought that was the easiest all-star pick just because he came out with a couple bad races. So guaranteed 26 points, I thought. Um, then I made a mistake. I had Marty and Baggett, <laughs> and I was like, I mean, they've been awesome, but Marty broke his hand uh, during the week, and or something. He was supposed to get stitches and he super glued it like they do at MTF and he's like, oh, I don't have time to go to the hospital and I'm just like, this is this is Marty. He's going to lose the front and, you know, maybe we'll get like a 12th or something. So I thought Bowers was a safe pick and he wasn't. Um, but like JT said, it was a weird main event where everybody just was going the same speed and, and nobody really crashed out or no one pulled off or anything like that. So that's where I made the mistake. I, I pulled Marty for Bowers and then I pulled Baggett for Vince Freeze, which wasn't, that was only a two point swing. It wasn't that big there. Um, I thought Vince had a lot of upside with being a good starter and the track really being hard to pass on. But Vince hasn't been very good since we've been here. I probably should have looked at that uh, a little bit more. And then my last guy, where was Freddie? Um, I kind of got lucky. Bull- bullshit pick. Bullshit pick. Um, I talked to those guys a little bit over at JGR and, you know, and, it didn't really change much. He was in a very easy heat, though. There was a one heat that's been easier than the other a few weeks in a row, and he was in the easier heat, so I was like, eh, maybe he'll sneak in in that heat race. He did it, um, and then he was able to get in the LCQ. So, I mean, I did get some good points there. I just made the big mistake of pulling Marty for, for Bowers. That was a big swing. And then I also had Webb uh, first to the finish line, and I got that wrong. It's been either Webb or Osborne. I think if you're going to pick in this last race, those have been the two best 450 guys on the mm-hmm. start. Um, so maybe go with Webb or Osborne, you know, flip a coin. Uh, Webb almost had it. He was kind of, he overshot the turn a little yeah. bit. So, but yeah, for me, I mean, it's, there's not much, uh, if you can get your guys in double, it would have been good. You know, I would have had a really good week, but, uh, Bowers just getting 10 points really hurt. So controversy with dirty Al greens, uh, lead pipe lock of the week here. We have some controversy JT somehow, despite living on his phone, 
never tweeted Dirty Al his lead pipe locks. Never did that. I don't know, JT, you you live on your phone. I don't understand how this... Uh, how the, I, I did not go on... I didn't go on Twitter that whole day. Um, I just I had a lot going on. I was actually back in the office for the first time in weeks. And it, this is the first week that Western Power Sports has been at full capacity in the office. Everybody was there. But basically, my whole life was a meeting this week. And I wasn't on Twitter. I just wasn't. So, yeah, I, I get it. And it's pretty rare that that happens but it's so dirty owl made your picks dan do we let them stand because he happened to win the week i mean dirty owl i got i got zero numerous times throughout the year that's why i'm five thousand points behind everybody so i mean i i don't i don't think so i mean i don't think someone else can pick your picks for it but i mean it is what it is <laughs> we're gonna have to I will, I will share if i win i'll share my donuts with all of you we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have to go to the judges on this but uh so dirty al jt won the week with dirty al's picks with starling and davalos uh and dirty al's a man of integrity he said he did it you know they were on the my race. team though they were both on my team yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. that is that is that is a good point is it is a good point you win the dirty you win the lead pipe block of the weeks with 70 then it was paul with 62 paul had Nichols and baggett i had jerry and baggett at 58 and dan you had jerry and freeze at 56 so uh, it was a close week and uh, jt wins somehow we'll see Dirt. Dirty Al wins. Dirty Al wins the lead pipe block of the week. So uh, we give away a random uh, prizes to championship users, uh, which is awesome. Championship players uh, from Motorsport twenty five dollar gift card from Inner West Hemp and from the folks at R Jerky. So let's uh, let's do that real quick right here on the show. Uh, first stop for the $25 motorsport card and Kramer 760. Thank you for playing. Appreciate it. We'll be in touch. R D I M N O R Diamond. 910 wins the uh, R jerky package and uh, the inner West hemp prize package is uh, keep it pinned. So thank you all guys for playing and thank you to, to uh, motorsport and inner West hemp and R jerky, of course. So thank you to those guys. We'll be in touch and you, you win some prizes just for simply signing up and, and paying the play for the year. So thank you to all those people. So we still have the 100% lead pipe block of the week coming up fantasy 25 at checkout to save on their casual apparel and accessories, flyracing.com inner West hemp.com pulp 20 is a code to save with those guys. And of course the folks at pro taper as well, all on board with this podcast um so all right let's go into the salt lake city seven picks final round of supercross final round here in salt lake city let's you want to start with 250s i know we always start with 450s but do you want to start with 250s because that's that to me yeah. is is, yeah. A, is a real key class so this is the showdown east versus west they're all in here um i'll start with you dan uh who do you like in this and what's your strategy uh my strategy is to get the most points Okay. Oh, brilliant. Yep. <laughs> and um, it, it's weird because I, I picked my team and I, and I really like the guys I picked and I think I'm going to stick with them. I, I like them. I think Christian Craig is is my lock. Uh, Dirty Al, you can put that down. I think he's going to qualify in the top four. He will run up front. He will crash out. I will get mad at Christian Craig. That's what I think will happen. <laughs> but I still think it. Okay. I think. I think he has the most value and maybe one of the only guys I could see getting 52 points. Um, he could get fifth place, top five, and get get max points. I really do believe you know that he could do that. So for me, I, I really like Craig. I like Luke Clout. Luke Clout's um, a four. It's not, I don't know that he's going to get like a six, but I think that Luke Clout could get an eighth, ninth, or tenth, and I think that's a lot of points at a, at a handicap four. 
Uh, and I like Hunter Lawrence a lot. I think Hunter was good the last race. He's a good starter. He's better than I thought he was. And at a six, you got to assume he's going to be in the main event. And at a six, I think that he can ride up around the 10th place. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think I would really like those three. As an all-star, I'm going to go with the big all-star here. I, I think you could go easily with Forkner, Sexton, McElrath, any of those guys. But I'm going to go with Joe Shimoda at a 10. Really? Like oh, okay. Yeah. I like, uh, for all-stars, I like uh, McElrath at a two and Ferrandis is a one. I like one of those guys. The the top two in each coast, to me, are going to rise above here a little bit, and uh, and so I'll take one of those guys. I don't like Forkner and Sexton. They're zeros. Give me that room. So Shane's the highest one at a two. Uh, I don't think he wins the title, but it can very easily max out for an all-star for me. Um, JT, what do you like? I, I just always oh. try to stay awake. The, the, on the all-star thing, the guys that are for the title, right? Like I, like Dylan, Dylan's just trying to win the title and, and those guys, you know, I, I try to stay away from those guys a little bit. But yeah. Cause they're, me, yeah, they're, 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 they're going to be doing the math in their head and figuring it out. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if they see, if, if they see, if Shane sees Chase Lang in turn one, he's just cruising, right? Like, right. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. Yep. JT, what do you think this showdown? Yeah, as far as the all-stars go, just since you guys were talking about it, I I don't like the guys that are leading championships, and if they have somewhat of a lead, I think those guys are going to definitely be doing math in their head the whole time. They're not going to try to win the race. They don't care. They're only going to be worried about the other guy in the championship picture. So if you're doing Brandis, you only care about where Austin Fortner is. And if you're Chase Sexton, you only care about where Shane McElrath is. Conversely, I will pick Shane McElrath because I think he has one goal, and that's go win the race. It's all you can control. It's all you can do. And you hope that Chase Sexton gets a bad start or does something stupid, and you can capitalize. So I feel pretty confident picking McElrath. Now, do I think he's going to win the race? Probably not. Yeah. I don't think he has the pace to beat Forkner and Ferrandis. And we're going to see tomorrow, right? That's just a guess. But I like the form that I've seen out of Forkner brand is a little bit better, but with, with McElrath getting a two point spot handicap, I think I'm going to take that. Uh, as for Dan pick of Shimoda, you couldn't talk me into picking an East coast all-star <laughs> other than these two. There's no way. I think they're going to get absolutely torched by these West coast guys. I think they're going to get smoked period. Um, I think the pace of guys like Jet Warren and even Hunter Lawrence, and, and just take your pick of these guys, McAdoo, and, and on and on, most of them. Uh, there's so many of them. I just feel are better. So I, I would not pick Shimoda, but that's just me. I understand Dan's side of 10 spots with so many. And you can almost guarantee that he will be in the main event because the East Coast is, is pretty weak. My other pick, um, and these are subject to change. It's going to be an interesting day, and I'll probably go round and round. So don't hold me to these. But my team, as of right now, I like Pierce Brown at a two, but I'm also terrified that his pace is not as good as we think it is. And how can he hold up to all the guys I just mentioned? I was pretty um, encouraged watching him chase Colt Nichols around, though. He looked mm-hmm. pretty darn good. My my big concern with him, though and this will be, uh, I'll go off of what I see tomorrow afternoon, is in the, in the whoops, he's been really bad. Uh, if they are, and, and there is a very long set of whoops, if you haven't seen the track map, they're just before the finish. And if they are, if he's forced to blitz a big set of whoops, 
I think that's a pretty big liability for him, especially when you're putting him up against the likes of the West Coast talent. So I may pull him just based on that fear alone, depending on what the whoops are built like and how he looks in them. So look for that. Um, as far as Christian Craig, he's on my team and he will stay on my team. We know, though, with Christian Craig that I don't want to say he's boomer bust, but he has a very big tendency to crash for no reason. <clears throat> and when you watch him ride, you would wonder how he ever crashes. He's so smooth and so precise, and then all of a sudden he's precisely on the ground. Uh, so, go ahead. Well, what has he done in these races to give either one of you hope here that he's not going to crash no, again? No, uh, well... Yeah, I mean, maybe he crashes, but even in the crashes, he's come back. Like, he crashed uh, two rounds ago and still got back to eight. Yeah, but this is way deeper. Um, this is a deeper field. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, I understand, but you have a four handicap to work with. Dude, give me troll train. Give me troll train. Give me, give me troll train at that three. Who, no. What? Yeah. <laughs> you just told me you would take. You would take Troll Train out of three over Christian Craig out of four. If that was my options, yes, because Christian has made mistakes every race, and he's not like that's terrible advice. He's no not. He's not riding well. He's not riding well. Yes, he is. Well, yes, he Christian is. Craig he's making, is riding amazing. He's that's making mistakes. He's making mistakes. I should say he, he's he is, he is making mistakes. But who has a higher ceiling? Can Christian Craig get fifth? Yeah. Dude, Can no. Troll Train get fourth? No. No. Craig. Okay, hold on, hold Craig, on, Craig can't on. get fifth. He can't. Hold on, not right hold now. On. Okay, your basis for your argument is that you you have both coasts. Well, there are only like three or four guys on the East that can beat him, unless he just carved So it doesn't change all that much. E- I, don't think, crashed, I don't think there's three guys that can beat Christian Craig on the East Coast. Well, I I'm, think, I, I'm giving Nichols the benefit of the doubt. Nichols yeah, is pretty good. Okay, those three. That, that would be it. Nichols, McElrath, and Sexton can beat yep. Christian Craig. That's right. So that's what I'm saying. If he crashed... And he came back to eight in the West Coast round. He was dead last, and he came back to eight. Add those three in. That's still eleven. Yeah, I mean you're gonna get yeah. you're gonna get some guys that are gonna have a good race, a few clowns stuff. But Craig is a lot like Davalos the last few years to me. He's got legit speed. He can win a heat race. He can win the. He can. I, I'm with podium, you. You're right. You're right. But he hasn't been riding. He's been making mistakes. So right. I just he hasn't. He hasn't put it together. He's still paying off. But the ceiling is high for Christian Craig, where a guy like so Craig or Clout straight up a four. Who do you take? Clout's been better, right? Has more points, Listen, been better. If Will, Willie is leading this thing for this YZ two fifty or YZ four fifty, I should say Willie's leading it. Willie, do not pick Christian Craig because it's just too risky. It's way too risky. Will, Willie, if you pass on Christian Craig and he gets fifth, and they get he gets fifty two points, and that guy passes you. How mad? How mad are you going to be at speed? <laughs> I don't see how Christian can. He just can't seem to to get through without making a mistake. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not in on the uh, avoiding Christian Craig Willie. I'm I not in on that. Oh, dude, I, listen. I'm with you. I, Craig could do it for sure, but I just you see these shootout. You see these showdowns. Last year, McAdoo got second, right? And you know, Andrew Short won these things before. It's usually not the championship guy who wins this race. Christian Craig might win the race. Like he could win. He could win the race. Yes, he could get a start and take off. He's got that kind of speed, but dude, it's been a rough Salt Lake for him here. It hasn't been that bad. If you look at his points, he's been earning a lot of points. You keep saying it's been been bad, but he's his points have been fine. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So who do you like then, Steve? I do. Who do you like? I do like. I do like that Hunter Lawrence out of six. I do like that. Yeah. 
um, that's a good pick. Um, the, tough, the tough part is going to be does he get in the main event? He's got. He, it's not going to be easy to get ah, in the main event. That so. LCQ will be all West guys, you know. So uh, well, it's going to be. It's going to be. There's going to be eleven of them. Yeah, but no, Hunter's in. I get it. Yeah. I, I, I know it's a good pick. I'm just saying it's not going to be a cakewalk for the West Coast guys to get in the main event. Uh, I don't mind that zombie at a six either because you're not going to max out with Chris, but um, he'll just keep going, right? He'll just keep trugging along, and he's going to get you double, I believe, uh, in there. So that'll be a good mix. Um, I don't really like Troll Train, but that was just my example of, like, if I'm going that way, I, uh, you know, give me – That was a really bad – that was a really bad um, I, I don't mind nickels at a minus one. I really don't. Um, yeah, I think that because, um, you know, Sexton may not beat him. Sexton's been better, but Sexton may not need to beat him. So that'll give him just Shane beating him on the East. And then you have the two or three, four West Coast guys that can beat him. But uh, so that I think I think he gets in double. I think he gets up there. What, what if you want something tasty, if you want a tasty pick, the man got ninth in the main event. So that means he's he makes the main because he's top nine. Lorenzo at a 15. It's a weak class. Okay. It's a weak class. I better hope he gets a start in the main. In the, uh, yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm really praying for the heat race transfer. But, I mean, he just here's, got ninth. Here's, here's, my, here's my theory on this. If you're going to take any, any gambles for the big handicaps, they have to be East Coast guys. Yes. You yes, can't gamble. Yes. You can't. You can't gamble on any of the West Coast guys. The Wakeman, those guys. You have to gamble on the East Coast guys. Um, unfortunately, the West Coast they have eleven guys that are pretty fast. That are you know, there's going to be guys that are good that don't make it out of the heat. Where on the East Coast, I really think you know a guy like a Starling or a Lorenzo could make it out of the heat race. They really yeah, can. I, I made a list here uh, earlier of this is. 12 West Coast guys that are going to be in their nine, right? And then they're going to funnel into the LCQ. So Forkner, Ferrandis, two Lawrence brothers, McAdoo, Justin Cooper, Hartraff, Derek Drake, Christian Craig, Clout, Oldenburg, and Troll Train. That's 12 guys yes. that are <laughs> yes. either on factory equipment yeah. or close to yeah. it, and they are going to be hell on earth for that East Coast crew yep. to get in the main. Right, and yeah. that's th- three, of those, three of those guys are not making it out of yeah. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's insane. And those are yep. those are legit guys. So then, when you go to the East Coast, and if you make that same list for the East Coast, East Coast, excuse me, it's uh, it's not that deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I think if you if if you look at the lineups and you're going to gamble, you have to go with East Coast guys to gamble with. Lorenzo just got ninth. He could do it. That's his best finish ever. You're going to count on that? That's not his best finish ever. No, not his best finish ever, but it it, it is a good finish for Lorenzo. But he also rode into a night. He was not in night. No, that's super crap ever. You know, what about? And I like the jet. I like the jet at zero, for sure. Yeah, yeah, just not not a lot of upside there, and and there's always that room for that mistake. You know, he throws it away, crashes, and then he gets an eleven. So I, I think there. Yeah, I just think there's if you're trying to make a lot of points up then you can go with, uh, you know, bigger handicaps and try and score more points. He, he scares me a little bit in this dynamic, just trying to too much send, you know, showdown, everything on the line. Um, I think maybe I, I'm just worried it gets the moment gets away from him a little bit. Expectation coming off the first podium. So I, I do have him on my team right now because I, I feel like he's a, a nice fallback if 
you know, I, I couldn't get to a computer at all tomorrow, but there's a high chance to get smooth. So no chance, JT, you're getting Lorenzo at a 15. Like you don't, you don't recommend that. Can you see it? I don't can, because, can you see it? <laughs> yeah, of course. I see the value there. Um, and, and if you are someone in a position that you need to make up a lot of points, right? Yeah. You've got to go full, full in, right? You're, you're pushing all your chips in the middle. That's a pretty good pick because if you get it right, you're, you're going to scoop a ton of points, but cause he'll, he'll ride well on me. Um, but counting on him to get to match his best supercross finish ever in that heat race. That's a big gamble because I, I don't like his odds at all in the LCQ. I will say too, Jace Owen didn't race. He had a bike problem and Jace Owen's faster than Lorenzo. So that bumps well, Lorenzo to 10. Starling will bounce back too, right? So you got to inspect the Starling in there. I don't know. I mean, it, it is a great juicy pick. I like the way you taste it. Tasty. It is that. Um, I just don't think that I can necessarily go that well. Blow set a six. No. You guys I, like, I like zombies. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, I like zombies. He'll he'll get in the main event. Yep. He is he is much more a top nine guy for the East, and he's he's been down this road so many times. He knows how to play this game. My only fear is, you know, he's still not a hundred percent. We know that. How does he stack up against the West Coast guys? Because I just listed off twelve guys that will most likely beat him. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like the Craig thing. I just I just he's fast, but man, how's he? He's going to make a mistake, and then that's going to be it. That that'll be that'll be it for him in the race. He'll... Zombie, zombie's in the tough spot. Um, yeah, Christian Craig, we can argue about for hours. Right, we're going to have to disagree. But the zombie one. Now that I'm thinking about it more, you factor in twelve guys I just named, then maybe maybe he can beat Cloud or Oldenburg or somebody. But I I don't think so. Not not as you know he's he's speed up still. He's still healing and getting back to his strength. But I, I named 12 guys plus the, the guys that have been beating him consistently in the East Coast. It, it might not be as obvious of a pick as we're thinking here. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, all right, well, listen, I've, uh, right now, uh, day before the race, I got McElrath, Lorenzo, Jet, and Hunter. So, and first to the finish line, yeah. Dan, do you, do you have an opinion on that? It's a, it's a complete full lap. So, I mean, literally all the way back to the start straight away so i think you go with a star guy um but all four of them any of the four could get it right yeah, yeah but uh, yeah. For, for me um shane starts have been really good uh, obviously sexton or, or Forker could get it it depends on your position i'm gonna go with mcelrath mcelrath got quite a few of them and he's trying to win the race i'm gonna go with mcelrath what's your four right now jt my four right now are uh jet which i, I mentioned uh, i'll probably beer away i just haven't found an alternative yet so right. don't hold me to that all of you expert picks out there um, i'm just putting on the front and i'll probably change that Pierce brown christian craig and mcelrath are my four at the moment and dan you've got uh you've got craig clout hunter and shimoda yeah it's a lot of hondas dan jt um, he's not staying with shimoda jt he won't leave shimoda in there he, I, I think he will he and paul both have been on the Shimoda train for these all-star picks. So okay. I don't, I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's <clears throat> cool enough. Okay. All right. I mean, when, when you look at the East coast list, though, I mean like last week's results, right? You go chase Shane, Nichols, Pierce Brown, Shimoda, right? And then they had a huge gap to Peters, Lorenzo, Chris Blows, and then Lorenzo and, and Lorenzo Lucrucio. Um, so that's the top nine, right? Like this class, some of these guys are going to get in. 
You know, you look at Zalik, maybe Zalik sneaks in there. Um, but he's a seven or he's a six. I don't know if that's a great pick. John Short, he's an eight. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be tough, but if you're gonna gamble, you have to go East Coast guys. Maybe I think uh, I think Julie gets in. I think he's a main event guy. He's been a top nine guy in the East Coast series. That's pretty, and he's a great starter. So I'm pretty confident in him making the main event. What I'm not confident in is is him stacking up against the West Coast guys in almost the same scenario as yeah. Chris Blow. I don't like where he ends up in the main event. Yeah, I agree. Um, thanks to Interwest Hemp and Pro Taper, Fly Racing, and of course, 100%. Speaking of 100%, Fantasy 25 at checkout. Uh, lead, lead Pipe Lock of the Weeks for four, for 250s, everybody. Uh, I'll go Hunter Lawrence will be my Lead Pipe Lock. Uh, JT? Christian Craig. Oh, boy. Uh, Dan? I'll take Christian Gray. All right. Okay. Sounds good. So up for grabs this week, by the way, Dylan Ferranis jersey. So uh, stay tuned for that. 450s for Salt Lake City 7, the final round of Pulp Mex Fantasy Supercross, final round of Supercross in general. Good luck, Willie, by the way, uh, for your quest for a 450. All right. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to sort them by handicap. Brayton's a minus one. Uh, uh, Baggett is a one. Uh, can't pick him. Can't pick Benny. I don't mind that at a two. Uh, this class, as we've seen, has been low points scored. Not much to separate everybody. Uh, I'll start with you, JT, because I did Dan last time. Who do you like in 450s? Uh, man, I, I'm really <clears throat> I'm, I'm having a tough time with this 450 class, which I think most people are. As I mentioned, I'm, I'm doing well this year, and I don't want to blow it. Um, and it's all going to come down to whether I pick one of the Enfic maps Norin, Gardner, <laughs> A-Ray crew. And, yes. and I can't pick A-Ray because I had him last week. Uh, but do I pick one of those guys or not? Because we know one of them or maybe two, probably two, will get in. And last week it was Norin and A-Ray. Maybe this week with the whoops, maybe it's Insignaf's turn. I don't know. Um, but I, I'm terrified of that choice I'm going to have to make tomorrow. <laughs> Um, yeah. I could just avoid it altogether and then just be done with it and go with, you know, guys like Baggett, Block, Brayton, uh, that crew, which is, you know, Plessinger, um, which I think is what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to go with guys that I, I'm 99.9% sure will be in the main event. And at least I get my four or 450 guys. And then I just hope that no one has a tough go. Uh, I just, don't think I can I can bank my season and you know the finale on a guy like Insignap or Nor. Okay, let me ask you: Do you think A Ray is in that group, or where is A Ray in a separate group all by himself? Because he's a twelve. He he is better. Um, I picked him last week because he is a main event guy. His speed is significantly better. He than is, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yes, but but he crashes right. So you're almost just basically betting on him crashing or not. It's it's not a speed thing. It's a crash or not. Okay, yeah. Uh, so who do you like? So right now, right now I have Antigna on my team, so I'm contradicting myself. I don't think, when it comes to crunch time, I don't think he's going to make my team. The only way I think he makes it is if they just build these whoops tomorrow to the extreme. Like, they, they're like, sure, we're going to finally ramp up the difficulty because that is his strength, and that's where he almost got more in last week and, and the last lap. Uh, that's the only way he'll make the team. Um, so look for him to probably get traded out for another mid-pack. Right. Uh, you got like, 
Oh, so, so play, I was going to ask you, for example, so AP yes. Hill? Yes, somebody like that. Hill? No, I don't like Hill had a good race last week, but I don't like what I've seen from him at all. Right. And I still question his fitness. Um, at least with Plessinger, I know he's not going to get tired. Just You just also know that he hasn't been riding all that well either. Right. Yeah, so these, gonna, these are tough I'm going to be agonizing over these picks. Um, if, you, sure. um, if you could pick A-Ray, would you? Uh, probably. I picked him at 13, so I'm losing a little bit of value, but I, I do firmly believe he is a main event guy. He just gets in his own way a lot. He's his own worst enemy when it comes to not qualifying. Uh, I think I'm in on A-Ray. I need to look at the heat race lineups. He had an easier one last week. Yeah, that, that week, but, definitely matters. That uh, matters for sure. But I think I'm in on A-Ray, Dan, at a 12. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I'm on the wrong side of A-Ray. I picked him both times. He did make the main event, so it's tough for me. I just I don't see a high ceiling for him. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think he should be main event. For 7 Deuce Deuce, does he have a chance at this privateer challenge or no? No, like, he's eliminated from the top spot. Cade, Cade and uh, and Bubba Pauly and Nick Schmidt are going for it. They all have chances. Okay, so so it doesn't affect Seven Deuce Deuce making the main event or not? No, then? no. No, he's going to go for the main event for sure. Okay, yeah, so it, for that case, man, I, I think Deuce Deuce makes the main event. I agree with JT. I mean, if the whoops are big, he's been good. His starts have gotten a little bit better. I do know he's practicing starts. Like, he's trying. So I, I like Deuce Deuce. Um, I like Deuce Deuce over A-Ray this week. Wow, so okay. If you're, All just, right. if, you're, if you're just picking one of them, um, a little bit higher handicap. Who else do you like, Dan? Um, I like Baggett. I like Benny. Uh, I like Marty. I, I like, there's not going to be really high scores for my all-star. I'm going to go with Malcolm. I think out of seven, um, he's been riding really good. I think he's a top eight guy. I think he could also go Dean Wilson at an eight. He came off a bad race last week. What about Zacco um, at a four? Team. I like that. I like Zacco at a four for an all-star. Yeah. He's been top five. Yeah. Uh, every race here. So for me right now, my team is, um, you know, the day before the race, without seeing anything. I like Malcolm. I like Marty at a one. I like uh, Baggett at a one. And Brock Sickle, I'm going to go with one more time at a seven. Um, I think he's going to get double. And if everything goes good, you know, crash out or whatever he could do, like he did a few weeks ago and get like a, you know, 14th or 13th or 14th. So you, um, I think he, I think Chad's pickable out of five. Um, I do like that. If you can pick him, I think that he's still pickable out of five. He's not going to get you a ton of points, but I mean, he does have a goal to be around. You know, he wants to get a top 10 it's his personal goal. So I think that he, you know, he's going to try for that. So yeah, he's not going to, um, but he did get 11 two weeks in a row. So there are some points there. Neither one of you recommend picking Eli, right? I mean, he could win the race for sure, but uh, most likely he will play it safe. So just stay away from Eli Tomac, everybody for an all-star, you know? I yeah. Mean, I mean, I think he wants to win the, he wants to win the race. He yeah. wants to go out, but I mean, there's just no reason to, there's better picks. Jason Anderson, none of us can pick him, but I think Jason Anderson's a, yeah. an easy all-star pick. If you can, you can pick him. Um, um, like I said, Malcolm Dean, I think a lot of these guys will get 26 points. We kind of know where they're going to finish. Brayton looks good. JT based on his six last week, but I, I, that might be his, his ceiling, uh, with a great start, a sixth, and he's a minus one. So I don't, you know, if you can get a, if you can tell me Brayton gets sixth again, JT, I'll pick him, but you can't. Yeah. You got a really narrow margin yeah. for Brayton. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you, you're almost betting on him having his best race. It's very similar to me with Lorenzo, right? It's, right. The range is very small, and you're you're almost have to have them have a great night to get points. So, if you're that confident, if you're Jason Wygant, 
I do like the Marty pick, Dan. You're again, you're not going to get a ton of picks, but your points, but you're not going to get a ton of points for any of these guys. This is how close this class is right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, Marty, 34, one. 34, yeah. I think 34 is going to be the max you're going to get pretty much out of any yep. of these guys, unless somebody sneaks in there and, you know, a deuce deuce or something and gets like 40. Or, I, or something like that. I like Marty. I got Osborne. I got A Ray, and I get uh, toss a coin between flip a coin between Justin Hill and Chad. Uh, four and a five. Uh, they're both all right, I think. For that, uh, my hundred percent lead pipe lock this week will be A Ray. Let's do that. A Ray is my hundred percent lead pipe lock right there. I don't know if it's possible for him to make the main again and then ride her out, do all the laps, and get twenty second. Like I, that's like JT said. That is very strange, very weird. So. Yeah, I think yeah. he'll score more points than, than what he did. Um, but that's that's my lead pipe lock. What's yours, uh, Dan? Uh, I'm going to go with Blake Baggett. I skipped Blake Baggett last week, and I think he wants to end on a high note. The team made some changes to the bike, it looks like. And, yeah, he, he, they're, they're trying to get better and better. So, yeah, I'm going to go Blake Baggett. All right. Uh, JT? I'm going to go a little bit more dark here, and I'm going to go Mookie All-Star as my lead pipe lock. Really? Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah. I'm just gonna hope that 26 pays off. Right. Right. Yeah. That's that's where you'll be at. Okay. All right. Well, uh, first of the finish line, as we said, Osborne or Webb. One of those guys will work. Um, well, boys, it's been fun. Yeah. Another season down. We'll go to the outdoors, obviously, and uh, make our picks in a, in, a, in a three, four weeks or whatever before the first round. We'll come in and help everybody else out, and we'll be in contact with everybody for the weekly prizes and the season prizes and all of that. Um, when we get back next week, we've all been hectic. We've all been traveling and all of that. So just be patient with us on that, on those prizes. And I could be said for Jersey for this week. So uh, Truman, JT, anything else, boys? Yeah. I want to say thanks for everybody playing. And uh, we, we are going to do outdoors. Um, thanks everyone who played the industry idiots. You know, we had over $27,000 up for grabs in that. So that was all pretty cool. You know, a lot of side bets and triple crowns that we did. So we'll do the same thing for motocross series. Um, we'll announce, you know, how to get in touch with me and do all that on our, on our I think we'll do a follow-up show at the end of the season, yeah. announce some of the winners and things like that. Um, yeah, all the prizes, we have got some emails. I mean, me and Steve are, and JT, we've been in Salt Lake for a month. Uh, we'll get back this next week, go through all the prizes and get everything shipped out. So due to all these circumstances, that's the only reason why they haven't been shipped out. But, uh, yeah, appreciate it, guys. Yeah. And, yeah have fun for outdoors and thanks to everybody that gave us prizes and and did everything all the sponsors it was cool yeah yeah it's, it's been it's, fun it's been a lot of fun for sure we'll, we'll keep it rolling for outdoors and yeah let's let's try to call the winner of the 450 and, and do a little wrap-up thing i think maybe next week yeah later next week so i guess i misspoke there jt anything else no i was just gonna say for those of you who have played supercross and it's more your game uh, i would definitely invite you to try the outdoors i actually prefer fantasy for motocross much more i think there's it's a deeper game. There are more picks. You've got 40 guys in each class to choose from. And really, the, I think the biggest upside is you know who's going to be racing, right? Um, yeah. You know who your your picks you're choosing from. So there's not the, the – I think the frustration factor is a little lower because you know who your guys are going to be actually racing in the, in the, the point-paying event. So. But, but there are swings. There are major swings outdoors. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. I just think it's actually a better game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Motocross and Supercross, so I'm really looking forward to that. So if, if you've been a Supercross-only person in the past, I really would implore you to try motocross this season. I, I think you'll really like it. 
Cool. Awesome. Uh, all right. For Jason Thomas, for Dan Truman, I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks, everybody, for playing Pulp Mix Fantasy. Good luck to Willie and everybody else going for that YZ 2020 YZ450F, man. So, uh, yeah, good luck with everybody. And uh, thanks, boys. Thank you.